Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and horror. Today we are going to explore the history of Blaustein, an island in the Sea of Sorrows, marked by the maritime misfortunes and tragedies of its cursed rulers. But first, a few brief clarifications. Before we start to explore the Sea of Sorrows, our explorations through the mist took place in the core of Ravenloft and passed through domains that had already been inserted and described in novels, adventures, and mainly in the Ravenloft Gazetteers, books that brought detailed information about the domains and their dark lords. Until that moment, I had taken care to feature the Ravenloft setting in my videos, taking into account only official sources. However, in the case of Blaustein and other domains not previously discovered by the Ravenloft Gazetteers, I intend to expand on these sources of information. The domain of Blaustein first appeared in the Dark Lord supplement, and later was featured in the short story Sight and Sound, in the book Tales of Ravenloft. After these first appearances, the domain received only brief mentions in the Domains of Dread book and in the Ravenloft campaign setting for 3rd edition. The domain should have been covered in one of the 3rd edition gazetteers, focused in the Sea of Sorrows, but unfortunately White Wolf's license to release books for the setting came to an end, and these books haven't been written. However, the Ravenloft fan community wouldn't let the setting rot in oblivion. The Fraternity of Shadows website, the most well-known and organized site for fans of the setting, has published netbooks that continue the Gazetteer's proposal, exploring in depth and detail the domains of dread. Some of these books explore the Nocturnal Sea, the Domain of Soaring, or the Cluster of Zerisha, for example, and for some time now, they have developed a Gazetteer for the Sea of Sorrows. Although the Gazetteer of the Sea of Sorrow is not yet finalized and published as a single book, some of its passages, describing some domains, have already been published as previews in the Quart of the Raven netbooks. I will also leave the link where you can download the book. The next video about Blaustein will be based on the official setting material and the article about Blaustein written by Joe Packin. The article on Blaustein was published as a preview of the Sea of Sorrows Gazetteer, and it's possible that the final text will change when the Gazetteer is finally published. Are you ready? On our travel through the Sea of Sorrows aboard the Black Pelican ship, we continue to cross the sea to the destination of the island of Dominia to search for the whereabouts of Dr. Rudolf van Richten. Our next stop along the way is the island of Blaustein, where our ship has some business to take care of and is going to disembark the young Anne Garnier, the bride of Lord Raoul Morel, the infamous Bluebeard. The captain of our vessel charges us with fulfilling the last request of Anne's late brother to investigate Mr. Raoul Morel and ensure that the tragic fate of his previous deceased wives was due to unexpected tragedies and misfortunes, and that his sister would be safe in this future marriage. Indebted to Captain Howie, we accept the mission 
and lean on the perilous harbour docks of rice, pretending to be part of Anne's retinues of servants. Under the protection of Lord Bluebeard, one of his emissaries guides us to an inn of questionable reputation, and in the tavern we begin our investigations. Spending the few coins we have, we find some drunks willing to loosen their tongue and reveal more about the history of Blaustein. Studying Blaustein history is a virtually impossible task. Its population is composed of immigrants from many regions, and most are illiterate pirates and criminals. And the few who can read, who inhabit the island, are not inclined toward history, and do not record much more than list of provisions and goods received, or logbooks of their vessels. The little value given to education and literature means that there are practically no records that can be consulted about the history of Blaustein on the island, with the exception perhaps of the private libraries of Castle Bluebeard, or the mention of some of the worthy. Oral information is also unreliable. For most Blaustinians, there has always been only one ruler of this island, Lord Raoul Morel, or Bluebeard as some prefer to call him has always been, and always will be, the absolute ruler and leader of Blaustein. This effect is perhaps due to the peculiar way of life of its inhabitants. Most of the Islanders seem to live intensely in the present, without worrying about the consequences of their actions in the future, and trying to forget or erase the past at any cost. The idolatry and loyalty given to their leader Raoul Morel also seem to contaminate any information we can extract from its inhabitants, and it's not possible to trust the exaggerated and contradictory reports which reveal the mythical blue beard in several different facets, from a gallant and refined nobleman in search for a worthy wife to keep him company, or that of a fearsome and bloodthirsty corsair captain responsible for brutal acts of piracy in the Sea of Sorrows. This contradictory presentation of the infamous leader and ruler doesn't seem to be a problem for the uneducated locals. Perhaps this confusion is turned from the fact that throughout history, the island has gone through several different rulers, but all of them have adopted the nickname Bluebeard when assuming the government of the island. The best source for information about these rulers can be found in the history books from coastal nations of Mordant and Dimuru, which record sailors' interactions with the island and its pirates, since that location was unveiled in the misty Sea of Sorrows. Little or nothing is known about Blaustein's history prior to its imprisonment in the mists. It is known that Castle Bluebeard is an ancient building, and the tombs in its cemetery predate the first contact with other regions of the Lands of the Mists. But if any information exists of its original world, perhaps only the Castle Library can reveal. The first records of the island's contact with navigators 
occurred in the winter of 643 of the Barovian calendar, when it is first discovered and mentioned in modern navigational charts. Records from this time indicate attempts at trade and diplomacy, which perhaps indicate that the island did not have the infamous violent nature that is attributed to it today. However, shortly after this first contact, there are already signs that the island has become a refuge for criminals and buccaneers, with its rulers encouraging and sponsoring piracy as the main economic activity. The island's ruler at the time was Blaubart Skatten, a man with bloated and grotesque features, portrayed by the characteristic blue-tinged beard that seemed to mark this lineage of rulers. Despite his incomparable ugliness, the aristocrat Blaubart Skatten was married many times, and to this day, the cemetery of Castle Bluebeard guard the tombs of his deceased wives. Even before Blaustein's first contact with the lands of Mordant, Lord Blaubart had previously been married in eight occasions, but misfortune destroyed his relationships like a terrible curse. His first wife, Khaled Marguerite, abandoned him to run away with a bard, but shortly afterwards she was murdered by the same bard with whom she had betrayed her husband. His second wife, Lenore, died peacefully in her sleep, under unknown circumstances. Beatrice, his third wife, simply disappeared, and nobody found her even after extensive searches. His fourth wife, Marcella, died of complications from a pregnancy. The fifth wife, Camilla, died after being stricken with a terrible unknown disease. Matilda, the sixth wife, drowned in an accident. Jacinda, the seventh wife, lost her sanity and committed suicide by throwing herself off a cliff. Jacqueline, the eighth wife, died after a horse accident. The cycle of tragedy and death continued to haunt the unfortunate Blaubart Skatten after Blaustein was unveiled by the mists in the Sea of Sorrows, and his next four wives would also die unexpectedly and tragically. In 645, his wife Ursula was murdered by a thief who tried to break into the castle. Just four years later, in 649, Antonia died peacefully in her sleep, for reasons never made clear. In 657, Karina of the lands of Valakan died after falling and hitting her head violently. In 670, Alana of Invidia, the twelfth wife of Blaubarts, died the most tragic of deaths and perished during childbirth. The young child did not survive either, and Blaubarts ordered the midwife to be hanged for her mistake. Hardly any details are known about Blaubarts' cat's death, but in 677, the island's government is taken over by Wolfgang Blauer, and his portraits show a man much like his predecessor, 
looked somewhat less grotesque in his appearance. The tragic fate and misfortune that plagued the family continued to affect the island ruler's future relationships. Less given to marriage than his predecessor, Wolfgang was married only twice. His first wife was named Sophia and died in 684 in a hunting accident when she was accidentally shot by a hunter. The unfortunate hunter was also hanged for his mistake. Wolfgang he married, but his new wife Claire, from the lands of Borca, drowned in 697. After 20 years in power, Wolfgang also left the scene, and it's presumed that he perished. The heir to Blaustian's rule, Florian de Poussiange, took the throne in 697, and the curse that dodged the women of his house continued to claim new victims. Florian's first wife was a young woman of Vistani origin, named Marcia. Not even the potent gift of premonition that some Vistani women possesses was able to save Marcia, however, when in the year 705 she was buried after a castle wall collapsed over her. His second wife, Lydia, came from Dimoru, but died in 713 when she took a wrong dose of medicine prescribed by a doctor. In retaliation for his wife's death, Florian decapitated and burned the body of the ill-fated doctor. His third wife, named Laurel, came from the distant lands of Peridon. Her death, in 729, was due to her jealous brother, Lord Herodon, who came after his sister and wanted to take her back to Peridon after the wedding. The young woman, refused to abandon her husband and tried to run away from her brother, but unfortunately fell out of a high window to her death. Lord Herodon's fate is unknown, but Florian is believed to have inflicted terrible punishment on his brother-in-law for the death of his wife. In 735, Lord Florian quietly leaves the scene and his post is taken by the current ruler, Raoul Morel. But despite having less grotesque features in his family lineage, he does not seem to have escaped the misfortunes and tragedies that haunted his ancestors. His first wife, Annabelle, came from Dimoulou, but died in 743 from poison after being bitten by a snake. A few years later, in 741, his second wife, Coletta, also from Dimondu, tragically died of pneumonia. Finally, his last wife, Marielle from Darkon, also met a tragic end when she died in 760 of yellow fever. The lineage of ruler of these lands seemed to retain their characteristic blue-tinged beard, perhaps a rare phenotype, or the imprint of some kind of supernatural blood that runs through their veins. The terrible disfigurements that seemed to plague Blaubart's face, however, seem to have smoothed over the generations, and Lord Raoul Morel's face, though it cannot be described as beautiful, 
no longer evokes the sense of revulsion of his ancestors. Interestingly, none of the rulers seem to have changed in personality and politics over the years, and since its unveiling in the mists, Blaustein has been a scar to sailors of the Sea of Sorrows. Not satisfied with turning the island into a haven for criminals, its rulers appear to have openly funded piracy and ostensibly profited from such acts, and the fortune they have amassed over four generations is incalculable. As a result, Blaustein's relationship with other domains has historically been problematic. Its harbor is very well protected, and no attack has effectively reached its shores. Assassination and infiltration attempts also seem to be quickly deterred by the island's absolutely loyal and fanatical population. Several trade embargoes have been imposed on Blaustein, but the island's rulers always manage to outsmart their enemies, exploiting the greed and weakness of captains and sailors, and the commercial advantages of doing business with the island always end up attracting opportunities for trade. The only nation that seemed to have really drawn a line for Blaustein's corsairs was the realm of Darkon, which, after the return of Azalin Rex, built an imposing fleet of warships to patrol the northern seas. A sort of truce seemed to have been reached, but many whisper about a possible secret agreement made between both nations, and attest that some buccaneer vessels still seem to circle the seas discreetly to take care of shade business in the dead of night. By sponsoring a drunken night at the tavern, we are able to get a lot of information out of some drunk and talkative patrons. We too are compelled to participate in this round of drinking, and it's not long before we are no longer in a position to continue, and we head to our rooms and, quite drunk, we slept like a log. The next day, we awoke to the sounds of festive cheers coming from the main square. Nauseated, we first tried to alleviate our discomfort, and then we took the courage to face the heat and daylight of the city of Rice. We decided to head to the Noble Plateau to try to communicate our findings to him, while he haven't uncovered any incriminating evidence against Lord Raoul. We must warn her that a curse seems to hang over the women who join the family. As we passed the main square, we realized why the crowd had roared earlier today. A group of three men have been hanged by Lord Raoul, accused of being traitors. We tried to hurry past the grotesque scene, but the bulging eyes of one of them seemed to stare at us accusingly and we realized they were our drinking mates the night before. More than that, many of those in the square seem to be watching us intently. A chill runs down our spine as we climb the plateau, but we don't find Anne in her temporary residence. Lord Raul Morel's manservant had picked her up that morning to have breakfast with her future husband at the castle. With no alternative, we walked toward the castle, looking for an opportunity to speak with Anne. Next to the imposing castle of black stones, 
we cross a cemetery with ancient tombstones and we see an area dedicated to the tragic wives of the family. As we ponder at this morbid reminder of the finitude of life, something catches our eye. One of the tombs is marked with the name of Beatrice, Lord Blaubart's third wife, but history has it that she disappeared without a trace. Something is wrong here. We have no time to continue our ponderings, however. Lord Raoul Morel's manservant finds us wandering the cemeteries, and he comes toward us with a reproachful look. I have not been able to rouse you from your sleep this morning, he says in a scolding tone. But all members of Ladies Garnier entourage are expected to lunch with Lord Raoul Morel, so that he may meet them before the wedding that has been scheduled for tomorrow. Unable to refuse such someone, we head inside the castle Bluebeard. Join us, subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications and let's discover together in the dark fortress what secrets are kept in Blaustein.